0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find,
1: subscribe, and listen if you feel, guys, like you have let your gal down this week already, don't worry about it, all right? I have somebody else that will make you feel so much better. I went to
2: the store today to get a few things that my wife told me to on a list. I put the list in my pocket and went to the store. Yeah, number one, Velveeta. Number two, chips. Number three, hamburger. Yeah, that's how I'll read it now. How I read it at the store is, I need one block of Velveeta. Two <laughs> chips. There's your two chips. Hamburger. One, two, three. Y'all get the picture. Four waters. There's four waters, five things of sugar, 20 pounds of sugar, six pastas, seven, salt. Number seven is salt. I'm an idiot.
1: Next time, I think she's just going to do dashes instead yes. of That's why you bullet point things, exactly. man. Exactly. So there was a, a few that was happening between Mariah Carey and Martha Stewart. So the deal was Mariah had said, nobody cares about Thanksgiving. It's a throwaway holiday. And let's just cut right to Christmas. I think we know why, because she's a queen of Christmas, right? right. right? Um, But she just said, you know, There's no need to celebrate Thanksgiving. Martha got hot about it. She was personally attacked. She was. Mariah, you know me. I am a traditionalist with a twist.
0: And uh, you cannot give up Thanksgiving. Just because you don't like turkey. I love turkey. And many, many (laughs) other people love turkey. So do (laughs) not think that we're going to give up Thanksgiving just because you say so. Yes, (laughs) Martha! And go. then Mariah fired back and said, hold on, hold on. I yeah. still love Thanksgiving. I don't want to get in a fight with an ex-con. Uh, <laughs> she said all these things. And Federal. so they kind of buried the hatchet. But it gives us a unique opportunity to ask the following question.
1: I want to know, are you feuding with anybody?
0: For the probably the first time in my life, I don't think I am. Yeah. I don't have a really good feud going on. But right you now.
1: like guys are weird because you can you can say like super hurtful things, even punch each other in the face, and the next day yeah. all is well. Like women would never talk to each other again. I
0: had that happen. I was at a party once in college. I got in a fist fight with a guy, yeah. and later that night we had our arms around each other singing the piano man.
1: Ladies, this is the only time I will say this. That is one thing we can learn from men. That is it. That's it. This but is how to <laughs> How to forgive and move on is one thing I think women lack. It's weird. When you watch like Real Housewives of anything. It's so fake though. You can't base it know on that. The stuff that they say to each other is so hurtful. Because it's for the camera. And it cuts. But then the next day they go out for brunch and mimosas and everything is fine. It is the oddest thing ever. But I want to know, are you feuding with someone? What's going on? Did you start it? Are you going to end it? What is the situation?
0: When two heavyweights go into battle, like Martha Stewart and Mariah Carey, you can only hope. That they'll rip each other's clothes off.
1: <laughs> Gross. You want to see that? Yeah. I don't know if I want to see that. Uh, Mariah had mentioned that Thanksgiving is a throwaway holiday. Dem fighting words when it comes to Martha. Mariah, you know me. I am a traditionalist with yes. a twist.
0: And uh, you cannot give up Thanksgiving. Yes. Just because you don't like turkey? Yes. I love turkey. And many, many <laughs> other people love turkey. So <laughs> do not think that we're going to give up Thanksgiving just because you say so. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Mariah uh, went on the defense and said, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying don't celebrate Thanksgiving because I love it too, but I just love Christmas so much and all yeah. those checks that roll in and people play my song.
1: Um, I uh, I don't know who the last person I've feuded with at all. Okay. I just haven't spoken to a person in a long time. Whenever Why? I see that person, I can't bring myself to say words. Don't. I'm just saying, I know know
0: all about this, don't I? Yeah,
1: I know. Because I just, you know, why invite? It was like that conversation we had about that guy from high school that wanted to go out to eat with me uh, to just talk about the past. And I know that money, I don't know what he wanted, but you guys all made a great point. Like, why do you want to invite? drama into your stress-free life i really have a drama-free life i enjoy life drama is
0: one thing but like straight up feuding like fighting with somebody you're not really feuding with this person you're just not it's not a, a part of your life anymore the
1: thing is i don't want to say something hurtful to somebody you know and i feel like i yeah, might just words. say something rude and i don't want to do that so i really don't say anything and i think everybody is is uh safe with that route
0: I think the only person I'm feuding with is if I can never figure out who decided that like meetings were a good idea. Yeah. Who invented the meet, who invited the invented the like everybody sit around the conference room table even though you don't not want to be there. Yeah. Like whoever that guy is, I'll feud him. Like I'll I'll throw up Mm -hmm. on him. I mean, I'll throw down too. Yeah. But I don't, I don't haven't had a, The only ever feud I've ever really had is I had, like, good sports rivalry feuds. Mm -hmm. Like, when I was playing ball, like, you know, the kid that lived in the town next, uh, you know, that would strike you out two times, but then maybe the next game you'd hit a couple of doubles off him or whatever. Like, those were healthy feuds. But I never was in, like, a, hey, I hate you so much I'm going to do bad things to you feud. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, and I try not to ever be in that zone. If somebody bothers you, you just gotta distance yourself from them.
0: Uh, Jennifer is on line three. Jen, who are we feuding with?
2: I've been looking for literally a new job to get away from this coworker. I've been feuding with for the past couple of months. Yeah, right. it is. It's awful torture. She. Thing every day to make me look bad and me look like i don't know how to do my job she's even accused me of stealing before and like actually brought it to management oh my god and they what? Actually
1: investigated it did she have any evidence you can't accuse somebody and go as far as to tell management without saying yeah see this is this is the videotape yeah, why or- is she doing this
2: i have no idea like i she has like a problem with me and i've never said or done anything to her it's just like After like a couple days of working together, she decided she didn't like me. This is it.
0: I got it. I can tell you this. And you don't have to be humble about this at all, but you are much better looking than she is, aren't you? (laughs) See, that's it. I have worked with enough women in my day that this is the problem. If somebody instantly picks a fight or decides that you're not their friend, it's because you're hotter than she is.
1: That's not true. Listen, I'm very beautiful and I you have problems with everybody <laughs> around <laughs> you're here. You're right, right. you're right. You're right. You're on to something. <laughs> so
0: uh so you're feuding with this coworker to the point where you're even willing to go out and get another job.
2: Yeah, I've been I've been i you know, updated my resume. I've been, you know, applying different places, seeing what my options are because it's just so stressful going into work. Like, I know if I go in, I'm going to have to deal with her. I'm mad just-
1: at you. You shouldn't do that. You're giving in to her. Hey, real quick, last question, so I can
0: understand this a little bit better. Has this happened mm-hmm. to you at other jobs?
1: Yeah, like almost every single job I've had. Yep. Radio Papa for a time there, Judge Judy and Justin Bieber were living in the same building. And um, she does not hold back her thoughts or feelings, her opinions, nor should she. He's
2: scared to death of me. There was a period of time before he grew up when he was foolish and doing foolish things. And so I must have said something about it. And then I understood that he
1: was paying the front door people to let them know when I was there. (laughs) going, So he wouldn't have to bump into me. That
0: is amazing. That's a great story.
1: Uh, She did an interview with um, Jason Kennedy and she was so lovable. I'm like, who's this woman? One, still very upset with whoever is not Doing her hair. She is in her 80s. She used to have great, like, fluffy, yeah. curled hair, like she old women with have.
0: The, uh, the sl- like she looks like a gangster. She
1: looks like, you know, RIP Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but it, it's just not a look I jive with. I don't like it. We need whoever her old stylist was back. Aaron Carter's neighbors, Anthony and Amanda, Uh, she's a nurse, and so, and they have one of those police scanners. I don't want to, like, put anybody in a box but I think we know those people that sit there and just listen to police scanners all day but they I heard wish I had that time I know they heard the housekeeper that found Aaron in the bathtub over the police scanner and ran across the street to help.
2: And I went to the door and I started banging on the door, Uh, took a couple of minutes before anybody answered. She was like, no, he's gone. He's gone. I said, what do you mean he's gone? What's going on? Let us come help. She goes, he's dead. He's dead. And she slammed the door and and locked it. You know, we were kind of puzzled why she didn't want us in the house. Uh,
0: Because you would take pictures and sell them to the paparazzi. I bet you that was her first thought.
1: Probably, and she's a, a, a great person for not letting them in because he was in a, a varied state of decomp, and the water was discolored from the body. Decomposing, it had been in there for days. I and mean, that's so. the last
0: thing you want to do is start leaking rumors of why it happened yep. and stuff like that. So probably, yeah, a good move that you don't let anybody in until the cops get there.
1: You know, I'm loving the new Lindsay Lohan. I'm loving the new married Lindsay Lohan. She seems to have it all together, and she's dishing on her marriage. I am. It's amazing. I'm. I'm really lucky. I found. I found my partner, and he's an amazing man, and we're a great team.
2: <laughs> you Tell, you're happy there. Yeah, I, I want. Kind of want more details. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to give them. <laughs> I think we all
1: know. No, he's the best. I really, I mean, I love him so you, Your smile says it all.
2: You know
0: what happened is she started becoming self-deprecating a little bit. She made a couple of those commercials where she was making fun of herself. For
1: her Planet Fitness. Yeah. Yep.
0: And then it just kind of, I mean, I'm telling you, when you start, when you stop taking everything so damn seriously, mm-hmm. it's, everything seems to fall in
1: line. No, so that's she has that. The Kristen. Happy to see her happy. Christmas movie lineup coming our way. Three different ones. I'm excited for the holidays. Blowing out their candles today, we have French Montana turning 38. Vanessa and Nick Lachey have the same birthday. She's 42, he's 49, and rapper Cisco is 44 today.
0: Let's begin now. Ah, and here we go. 601 in the Wednesday show. How are we feeling, cats? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Scrambling.
1: I, it's, uh, I know. Remember, when, remember yesterday
0: when I said I think Mercury's in retrograde? There it is. Then I saw a commercial. And I don't know, This was like, I don't know what it was for. They didn't sell me very well, but it was a lady trying to return her uh, sparkling gem, her lucky gem, like a geode. Okay. And then uh, the lady at the, the hippie lady behind the counter points at a sign that says no returns during retrograde. Okay. And I'm like, oh my God, the universe is speaking to me. And then I walk in here this morning and literally nothing works. So uh, we're going to patch things together. Uh, Junior Engineer JJ is on the scene, and we're going to make it a fun show today. First chance of free money high-low coming up here at about 6.30. What did you do yesterday? Give me something
1: fun. Um, Well, first, I love your optimism. That is a great start uh, today. already
0: you. you, uh, I shielded you from the anger that I had this morning. When I went in the back engineering room, I threw a couple (laughs) things. I literally—
1: You bit your belt? No, (laughs) no,
0: I I threw a a screwdriver, and I threw a handful of batteries at the door, and one, it's the hollow door, and one went in it. Okay. And so I felt like I got most of it out right there, but I that can feel like a someone else's problem. Yeah, huh? This is not a me problem anymore.
1: Uh, yesterday, it was good. I met, uh, well, my sister came to work. and so Yeah, what was she doing
0: in here so early? All of a sudden, we're not even wrapping up the show. She's just hanging out.
1: All my family and friends buy from Kia St. Cloud because my hot mom car, and we've never had She drives all, all the way up here ever. from
0: St. Paul to get her oil changed?
1: Uh, well, she lives in Anoka. Oh. And so she gets her oil changed, and she needed like a tire rotation, like a pre- winter. So it was worth the drive. Check. Yeah. And so they gave her a loaner and we went to Jules Bistro for lunch. So that was lovely. Uh, ran to Walfart. Got some stuff I needed for the house. Uh, and then I picked up Liam and we were gonna go get his braces consultation and that semi uh jackknifed, I think or or something. We were coming from Becker and took up the entire that part of 10. So I mean, they were backed up for probably hours trying to get that semi out of there. Is that because of the rain, do you think? I don't know. Yeah, the rain was pretty bad. Maybe it was just a, a slick drive. And then went to Bella Cucina last night. Had some delicious pasta. Can't tell you the last right time on. I had actual noodles because we eat veggie noodles in our house. So, and I felt it, you know, like almost immediately under my breastbone. Like you start to feel. That's okay
0: to get after like that actual. every once in a while.
1: No, it was uncomfortable, but I had a sangria, so that was nice. I made it all bad. And it was just eight of us ladies just chilling. It was nice, and got home and went to bed. Right that on. was my life.
0: Well, we had a little hockey practice last night. I did a... I'm telling you, without coaching anything right now, and now that our football season is over, mm-hmm. I find myself with hours that I don't usually have. Yeah. And so I got in, a, like, an extra-long workout yesterday, and then I did a home improvement stuff. Like, my daughter has been gone uh, away to college, and so I went through her room and fixed and hung and did all sorts of stuff, like, that needed to be done in there, like yeah. maintenance stuff and rehung some, uh, you know, rope lights and stuff like that. So I'm just kind of making my way... Uh, uh, Like room to room in our home, doing yeah. everything that kind of got away from me during the football season. And I'm like, before I know it, I guess we'll be back in the gym for baseball. Josh, one in three of us will go up for what, as far as seconds go, and our Thanksgiving meal? What are we talking about? We know it's not potatoes. We know it's not turkey. What's left? Uh, Bread. Uh, like rolls?
1: Like a roll? A croissant? Yeah. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Dinner rolls. All right, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I hope you have a good morning. I'm going to give everybody uh, hang up real quick, Josh, and I'm going to give everybody a chance to text. And what would he be guessed? Now that you know, is the-
1: it dessert? Is it like pumpkin pie? No, it's the stuffing.
0: That would have been the first oh, thing. Oh, man, I head. love stuffing. Yeah. I saw this big debate yesterday. Uh, I don't remember. I got caught up in a rabbit hole of watching people uh, argue on whether or not the stuffing should ever be up in the turkey. And why would you ever do that? Why don't you? My mother my mother used to do it. She'd jam it all in the yeah. turkey. But then she'd also make a big, uh, like a glass pan yeah. of it on the side. Because we had a couple people in our family who get caught up. Oh, that came out the turkey's butt. I can't eat it. No, I'm like, you're sh- eating the turkey's butt.
1: I shove up there uh, onions, a red onion, oh. and then a yellow onion, and then sage. Right. And Stage then a makes- stick of butter. Dang. And then all that melts out the butt.
0: What about the turkey?
1: <laughs> okay, so I read this stat and I wanted to know uh, from women a question. One second. Men receive 150,000 or percent. More matches on dating sites when they have a picture of themselves holding an alcoholic drink on their profile.
0: So if I have my picture and I'm holding a, a beer or a cocktail, yeah. I will get more matches.
1: Yeah. And women with no drinks receive 25% more matches than women with alcohol beverages. So it's like oh, men, backwards, huh? Yeah. Men don't want to see women holding like a cocktail I or would a martini. I think it would be completely switched up. Really? I, I wonder why. See, if, I,
0: if I see a girl on a uh, match.com or Tinder. Holding a cocktail, I'd be like, oh, she's down to party. She May- looks like a good time. Maybe that's not what the
1: guys are looking for. Uh,
0: maybe, but you think women are just looking for a good time? I don't know. I see. I always figured that was exactly backwards.
1: Yeah. I would think if I saw a handsome guy and he was holding a scotch. Okay. I think that I would be intrigued. But if he was holding like a, you a know, truly? a crappy beer or something, I'd be like, oh, He's like super ready. What a seltzer. Seltzer. No, I haven't had great experiences with guys that drink seltzer.
0: <laughs> so I think are they're we, needy. Are what we're looking for here is what would be the most attractive drink.
1: What drink would you swipe on? So the guy so you're looking me. for a date. It's
0: my dopey radio picture. Yeah. And I'm holding a what for a beverage. I
1: bet you're just holding a glass with your favorite IPA. That's what I So like a frosty be, a yeah. frosty
0: darker beer. That's what that's what would would be better?
1: I wouldn't turn my nose up at that. But I think like a long neck, if you're holding like a long neck. I like a feel long like neck you, Budweiser your or a Bud hands Light? might smell like, like deer guts or <laughs> fish. Okay,
0: injured. so let's turn this over to the ladies. You see a picture of a guy. He instantly becomes more good looking to you if he's holding what beverage? The picture of a guy holding a drink on your dating app will get more...
1: Hits, 150% more hits than somebody that is not holding a drink,
0: but a lady on a dating app holding a drink is going to get fewer hits.
1: 26%. So I wonder why it's so crazy to me as a guy. Would that, that wouldn't be a turnoff for you? No, at all. No. Like if I was in the
0: dating world and I see some like, all right, so uh, like you get all your criteria in there. What do you got to You do age, location, stuff like that. Right. And there was somebody my age that looked like she was out with her friends and she was holding a beer, I, that for sure wouldn't deter me.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they don't want the girl that says, ain't no laws, and holding up uh, her white cloth. Yeah, you and know, it bothers uh, them. I don't it would know.
0: look, if they had the googly eyes at that point, you know, like they looked like they were a little out of control. Yeah. That would make me probably not swipe. Maybe. Uh, Molly, if you saw a guy holding watch on his dating profile, like what specific beer or drink would make it uh, a little bit more of a, a swipe right for you?
2: A local beer. Oh, it, oh, okay. He appreciates where he's from. Yeah. So Third Street or sorry, I something local.
1: You know, it makes you like less of a, an alky if you do flights at tap room. How? How Also, I don't know. It just makes you like look like you're just doing it because you are a connoisseur of IPAs. Okay, so, Molly, let's flip,
0: the, let's flip the script real quick. Let's say you're on a dating app and we're going to snag a picture of you and you're going to be holding what to make you the most attractive.
1: A cup of coffee. Oh. oh, that would be hot if he likes to go out for coffee. Derek hates coffee, so and I uh, love it.
0: What's well, if you do go out for a couple of cocktails with your friends? What are you drinking though? Um, uh, mixed drinks usually. Okay, yeah, so like a, a vodka soda kind of thing. Mhm. Yeah, okay. or a local beer. Yeah. What What would you imagine if Cat was single and we we're going to set up a dating profile for her? It would be her drinking what that would make her the most appealing? Gasoline.
2: A local beer. You can't go wrong
1: with a local beer. You really can't. I'm a sour or like anything that has bubbles. I don't, I can't do this IPA that just sits in your stomach yeah, I'm like I'm not a good cement. with the really thick mm-hmm. stuff. I don't mind
0: the IPAs that much, but when it gets like the porters, yeah. aren't for me, man. But like-
1: those sneak up on you. I mean, you have a few sours and you're like, where do my underwear go? <laughs> Fair. I enjoy it. That's
2: expected for a girl, though. Yeah, I like A girl it. with a beer is, you know... Uh-huh. Chicken, or right. a guy with a local beer and
1: singing. little
0: exotic. All right. Thanks, Molly. Have a great morning. Yep. You uh, Candice, real quick, if he's holding what, it makes him instantly more attractive? A water. Just a water. A up a okay. uh, glass of ice water, huh? <laughs> you
1: just want your man nice yes. and hydrated, huh? Yes. Because
0: he's, <laughs> he's doing all the work? Is that why? No, you drink too much damn pop. Oh, oh gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: <laughs> I was in that same
1: boat with Derek. He was slurping down the sugary soda like crazy, and now it's like a, a once-a-week treat for him. So I'm proud of him. Mine, too. Oh, what did you buy now?
0: We got notification that we will be Chicago Cubs season ticket holders you got we have been on the waiting list for 10 years now this is how this started my wife and i were having beers around a bonfire one night it was Mm -hmm. just the two of us and our greatest ideas come together when uh i put on yacht rock Mm -hmm. and we have a blazing fire in our backyard and it's just the two of us sitting there and we were talking about uh every year we make at least one pilgrimage to chicago to check out some cub games i've been doing this since i was in college And, uh, and I said, we should just, we should just get season tickets. Yeah. And as stupid as it was, we started doing the math and this will be the year. Like I'm going to get a call and I get to pick up my seats in December or January. So
1: how many games?
0: Uh, We're going to get the whole season package. We're going to get 81 games.
1: Why? Okay, so now here's the deal. You're not going to be there that much. So, is it like a timeshare?
0: You're going to. Here's what I I told Trish. I said, let's say we go and we catch six, maybe eight games this year, right? Yeah. So, take all the rest of the tickets. If I just stub hub them at face value, I will make a profit. Yeah. So, it actually could make us some. And then there's going to be some games that are really like high demand. The Cardinals. If the Yankees come to town, if Boston, I think the, the Red Sox are in town. And then I think the, uh, the White Sox, they have the, the series back and forth. I think those I can catch a pretty penny for if we're not there. Okay. And so I was wondering if anybody else does this with, with like a professional sports team where you buy the season tickets and then you, you sell most of them and make money. Hmm. Because here's what I don't want to do. Like for me, if and I'm not wealthy by any means, but if I make only $1,000 – it's probably not going to be worth the work of having to sell all those tickets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the way I did the math, I should be able to make about two grand on each seat. So if I can make four grand, then it'll almost pay for next year's seats. So and how much are you
1: going to charge for a ticket? Well, I, it I'm really depends on the game.
0: Uh, it'll be about, uh, I'll charge like 50 bucks a ticket. And I think the face oh. value is like 34 because they're bleacher seats. Yeah. See, Cause that's where we go because that's, I love sitting in the sun, taking off my shirt, drinking a beer. That's, Baseball to yeah, me
1: with the poor people. Yeah. It's a sense of community there because you all have one thing in common. Well, you and got no money, and it's general admission. Yeah, it's first come, first serve. Like you got
0: to be in line at like nine o'clock that morning for mm-hmm. a noon game if you want to sit in the front row and catch a home run ball. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like I'm a, I'm a season ticket holder. Now, why were you on a city bus alone? As we're talking this morning about the reckless parenting that used to happen seventies, eighties, maybe even nineties, maybe even ten years ago. I cannot imagine. Telling my, and you were you were nine, okay, I can't imagine telling my nine-year-old, I can't even imagine telling my 15-year-old right now to get on a city bus and travel with a little brother or a little sister.
1: It was nothing. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel scared. My mom was a teacher during the school year, and then so in the summer, she took a job at a place called More Data in Minneapolis, and so she said, listen. Let's go do something fun after I get off of work early. Down here, we'll go out to lunch. We'll go shopping, do all that fun stuff. But I don't have time to run all the way back home to get you guys. So why don't you catch the city bus at the end of the street? There's a stop sign. Go wait at the stop sign. The bus will pick you up and bring your sister, pack a little bag of goodies. So we did. And I locked up the house and we walked down the street and got on the bus and rode it. And she said, "Don't get off until you see a big white building <laughs> with long windows." And, Which is
0: every building downtown Minneapolis.
1: And I saw it, and I got off. I was nine. How responsible! And I feel, I feel, pretty confident that Liam could do the same thing. Would I do it nowadays? No, because people have lost their yeah, damn minds. Say,
0: do you look at your mom a little cockeyed about this now, or not? No,
1: because back in the day, it was like It, it almost felt like the people on the bus would have helped. You know, like if something went wrong or I never felt uncomfortable, there was no like weird guy picking at scabs or anything like that. It was just a bus ride. You know, Derek gets so upset with that story. He's like, how irresponsible was your mom? And I'm like,
0: that's reckless behavior by a parent.
1: But, you know, I don't think so. I I think it made me who I am today. I'm very uh, responsible and and comfortable in public. And I credit my mom for that. She trusted me to do it. My
0: mom was pretty safe. My dad, uh, I think he had a streak of reckless in him from uh, being a military guy. Yeah. And uh, there was two things that stuck out in my mind. And by the way, I'd love to take your calls right now on how reckless your parents were. So two things. And I know this is like you see it in a movie, but. I remember going down the actual highway yeah. at 55, 65 miles an hour in the back of his truck. That
1: sounds extremely reckless.
0: But if you have your if you have your back up to the back window, sure it's really pretty it won't safe. hurt as much with it's the really, impact. Here's the the only problem is if that truck rolls or gets in an accident, you're gonna get flung maybe a quarter mile down the road. And if you hit asphalt, it's just gonna scrape all your skin off. Yeah. Nothing bad ever happened. And then he would be able to bring, like, uh, when he was still active, he'd bring home uh, a lot of cool new uh, guns, accessories, or whatever. Yeah. And so I'd get a chance to try out a lot of the new military weapons with him uh, down in the gravel pit before anybody else would. Mm. And thinking back now, uh, an 8-year-old with an M16 is pretty reckless
1: and me taking a city bus 40 minutes you know what we get to, is we, reckless. What we
0: did get to do one time, though, that I thought was super cool, I got to throw a live grenade. Oh, yeah. So we were Good just idea. behind We were behind another rock pile. And, I mean, he, this uh, he's passed now, so I know he can't get in trouble. Uh, but he used to be able to bring, <laughs> I mean, he would bring home tons and tons of ammunition. Yeah. Like old Claymore mines that one that you know that were you know decommissioned and stuff like that. But the one time he had a live grenade and we were able to get behind this rock wall and throw it into this other pit. Yeah. And hear what happens, even when you got your hands over your it's unbelievable.
1: I would love for Crystal to call because um I think not. I don't think that what you're doing is safer than what I, I did, but it's it to me it sounds like a reckless. current parent? Uh, no, this is what...
0: Her parents did? Well, no,
1: maybe she does it with her kids. And everybody's got
0: that story. Oh, my parents used to let me crawl around in the backseat without a seatbelt on. That's not reckless. That was normal, man. I was up in the back window with the dead bees and everything, like, all the time. (laughs) But this is some reckless stuff. I can't imagine giving my 8-year-old a grenade.
1: What did your parents do? Now looking back as a parent in 2022, you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they put us in that position." Crystal,
0: you saw Cat's bad signals. She wanted you to call. What what's so reckless in your life about your parents?
1: Yeah.
2: About what?
1: About
0: your about parents what was parents. reckless? Yeah.
2: Oh, nothing. Like currently, I feel like I'm probably a reckless parent because when we go on vacation in Cancun every year. Yeah. Um, we take the city bus, like a dollar oh, gets you around oh, the Strip, back oh. and forth, and it's safer than a cab. Um, they cabs are sketchy. That's yeah. like the one best, you know, advice we've been given. I and might agree I with you that,
1: on that. Yeah. When we took like a, a cab into Playa and stuff like that, sometimes you're like, they can just veer off and sell my body parts, you know, sometimes. I, but I've never felt unsafe where we stay on campus. It's always like so well protected. But yeah, when you when you go and yeah. you got to be careful.
2: Yeah. And if you like, they might not know English well, like the bus drivers, but like they know we're tourists. And so they're kind of give me a little head nod when it's our stop, because I'm like, uh, playa, playa or Tortuga, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, he gives me a little head nod. And and I don't know. I don't think it's actually a dollar. I think, you know, I round it up when I just hand him an American dollar. So yeah. maybe that's, a, you know, a tip. Well, I like, know where their bread is like,
1: buttered. This is,
0: yeah, this is weird because I have never felt this right like I, I'm, I'm, I'm trust me. I'm no MMA fighter, but I can handle myself enough where if we were in a cab and that cabbie turned around with a knife and said, give me all your money, I'd work him over. And then I'd own the cab and the oh. knife and all his money. Like, uh, I, I feel what like... What if
1: you're I, going 80 miles an hour down a road? Right, and I know, then-
0: I know. So, all right. So, you you. I mean, to- we've
2: almost hit people. Um, my oldest daughter was 18 this past Christmas when we went. And, yeah. you know, she has no problem falling asleep on the bus. But you should see, like, oh. the potholes we hit. And then, <laughs> and then it is crazy. If you, like, decide to go, like, uh you know, your resort at, like, 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock, actually. Like, all the workers in the city are done. Yeah. And so, it is packed with, like, construction workers, like, just you know, like, you know, native, you know, people of Cancun, super Mexicans. Cool just to see the difference. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. You know, like, it, it's cool. It, I don't it's know. fun. And my little ones are like, oh my gosh. And we can never all sit together yeah. because it's so packed all the time. Like sometimes you do stand. We have taken it home from the club a couple of years ago and at like 1am. And that was interesting during spring break. But anyway,s I felt I, we feel safe. What a buck. It gets you anywhere. You know, a cab is 20, 30 bucks. So, yeah. yeah I would say forbid, most of the time
1: they look out for you because they know they need tourists to yeah. keep things going down there. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you still really need
2: to make sure. Well, you know from now on, on,
0: every time you call the show Crystal, you have to mention yourself as Reckless Crystal so we know who you are, okay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's reckless. I mean, I do keep everyone safe and mm. we, we stay at a safe resort. But, you know, so I, far. I feel like I have some life experience that will keep us all safe as a family.
0: All right. You're the best. Have a great morning. I thought of you right away As said You were starting to plan On getting your Boob job Correct This woman in England Says getting a boob job Saved her life cat Two Uh, weeks after her surgery She was taking the bandages off She felt a lump It was cancer Luckily She caught it early Before it spread Well that's good Uh, Wouldn't they do uh, Significant
1: cancer screening Breast cancer screening Before you have Breast augmentation I don't know if they do A breast Well yeah You have to have a mammogram Right I got the go-ahead from my um, doctor because I have complained about my back problems. They were just tired of years. hearing you
0: complain. They said, right. go ahead, get it fixed.
1: I said, I'm going to keep complaining. And then she referred me to, I think it was soda. Okay. And then I had to cancel because I was really sick and so couldn't make my appointment. So, so
0: when, are you, when are you trying to get this done? After the new year now?
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we have like an amazing new insurance program that is about to kick in and so oh, I wait for that wait for that well, then do
0: you need to be six months out before a surgery because some of these programs are like that
1: um i'm not sure i think if it has to do with your health like my back literally hurts all the time do you think
0: maybe you just complain a lot and have a low pain tolerance because
1: of these boulders no i don't think so i have a very high threshold for pain
0: well, let me ask you one more question do you think you just complain a lot then
1: I don't. When do I ever <laughs> complain about my back to you? Ever? I can't complain about anything.
0: Well, you. you can't get it done within a certain amount of time of flying. So Mexico, you'd have to. You're gonna have to wait till March or April, then, right?
1: Yeah, it's really hard to try to figure out because I don't know how mu- much time I'll need off. I mean, I don't have a strenuous job. Like my butt hurts sometimes from just sitting here the whole time. <laughs> I need to start standing Can you up. Get butt surgery too. Then <laughs> I would love to get some butt surgery, but yeah, I just. Have you I decided what
0: uh, what size, what shape? What uh, are you going to go square?
1: Sure, boss. Or, Let uh... me talk to you about this. <laughs> I. You
0: know. I mean, have you gone? Have you are you, that, are you that far into the process yet, where you've looked at sizes and uh, held them up and I'm everything like that?
1: Like a low D, high C, right? I don't know. What do you mean, right? Like I
0: have anything to do with this? Well, I'm a I I'm don't. a
1: 42 double D right now. Like they are big. I'm almost so, at an but, E. So here's my
0: question, <laughs> though. Like if, if you go to a D, isn't that still going to like prohibit you from running and stuff like that? I mean, is that is that an uncomfortable situation? Once you Wouldn't a, I would think that like a straight up C is the most comfortable for a lady. Yeah, probably. Is that wrong?
1: No, I think. And then I'll be able to get the cute bras with only two hooks instead of three. Yeah. I mean, because
0: the, the goal is then, right, is to, is to is to fill out a shirt the way you want it to. Yeah. And then, but still be comfortable, whether it's you roll over, you walk, you run, you exercise, stuff like that, right?
1: Right. And so I don't, I think it's going to cost like 5 uh, but I'm saving up like with our health card yeah, your HSA. for it. So oh. I, I should be able to pay it right off. You ever have but... to
0: get you have to get those replaced then how often?
1: That's what I'm nervous about.
0: Yeah. I mean, what do they got? About a ten year run on implants?
1: Yeah. And one girl, a teen mom from MTV, she slammed hers in a car door. And it busted. Uh-huh. Who slams their boobs in a yeah, car door? I think
0: now though it's not a. If it breaks, it's just you. Just try and get it. You get it fixed. I don't think it like the old ones. Yeah. I think if it broke, like you could be septic and it would kill you. Absolutely. From the inside out. I don't yeah. think that's the way anymore. I mean, but.
1: there's a, there are, are a lot of dangers. I wish they could just take out a bunch of fat that's in there and then like make me boobs without. They probably have an to remove implant, a lot of skin and everything then yeah. too.
0: You know what I mean. So all of a sudden, hey, there's an infection disease. You know, situation. I leave
1: it to the pros, but it is. Um, I'll I'll figure it out.
0: I was just, like, my, my biggest question out of all of this is if you've had uh, augmentation surgery, do they have to go through a really, really thorough cancer screening? Because when I read this, that was the first thing that popped into my mind. She gets the new boobs and then feels a lump. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you think that they would notice that before
1: they? you are got the implants? supposed to. Leslie says she'll definitely still need to hold those puppies when she runs down the stairs. Yeah, they'll still be bigger. Uh, my breast reduction was the best thing I've ever done. Had mine about 12 years ago. I was an H. Jessica was an H.
0: So yours is going to be. As redu- in holy cow. Yours is going to be reduction and
1: implants then or reduction, just reduction? Reduction, reconstruction.
0: So you won't have the implants. You won't have to worry about replacing them everywhere. I myself. don't know.
1: That's what the consultation is all about. I need to ask them all of these questions. Know all of the risks. There, is so, there are so many risks that come with you know, obviously going under anesthesia. And I know and- we've
0: got this new amazing insurance and stuff like that. Could they do the lobotomy at the same time?
1: The Playhouse
0: podcast is made possible. Thanks to Brad, Sean, Brian law offices. Catch the live show weekdays from five 30 to nine on one Oh four, seven KCLD. Now share this with a friend.